Hey, welcome again, all of our listeners out there who are ready for another conversation. Uh, and believe it or not, I'm not wearing a mask. <gasps> oh no. I suppose we're more than six feet apart, so we can handle that, can't we? You know what? I'll even come in a little bit if you want me to. I'm... <laughs> All right. No, nice thing about the internet uh, is I don't have to have a mask on, which makes it pretty cool. Uh, so, Brad, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. All right. So, are we ready to start this thing? Let's start it. All right. As always, I'm Scott. And I'm Brad. And this is not about us. And I've said it before and I'll say it again as as my first the first part of this introduction has already shown that I don't think about these things ahead <laughs> of time. I just sort of spill out whatever I'm thinking about. And here we go. We're off on another crazy wild adventure with nothing prepared. Uh, however, let's start by Brad inviting Yahweh God in to say, hey, we want you to be a part of this conversation too. And whatever spills out, we really want it to, to truly be with you as the focus no matter what. Yahweh, I think he just said it. <laughs> Obviously, you, you, you've heard this too. Our listeners have heard this. We have no idea what we're doing, God. <laughs> we, 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 we need you. We need your truth. We need you to come in. Please be the honored guest. Come in and provide, provide the things that you want our listeners to know. Provide the things you want us to know. And if, uh, if we're about to say something that's not right, uh, could you maybe help us out and put a stop to it before we say it? Because, as always, this cannot, it cannot be about us. It's got to be about you, because you're the only one that matters. You're the most important. You are the glorious one. You are the almighty. You are the God of the universe, and we want to give you the glory. We want to give you the honor and the respect that you deserve. We want to give you everything that we possibly can give, even considering the fact that we are cosmetic, cosmetically, cosmically small compared to you, and what we have is so insignificant to give, but we give it to you nonetheless because we know that you love us far more than we could ever understand. This is all for you. We love you. We cherish you. We give you honor. We give you praise. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. All right. Another conversation. Um, I suppose I'll start off with just by talking about the, uh, the elephant in the planet. <laughs> Can I say one thing real quick? Oh, sure. I just want to make sure people know this is uh, November 20th. Thank you. Uh, 2020. Because um, we might talk about things, you're going to talk about the current elephants, yeah, <laughs> on in the planet. Go ahead. Right. Um, talking from the United States of America uh, specifically, we've just had a so-called election, and it's just looking more and more like you know the evidence is just piling on and on that this was a rigged election. And that there were people behind the scenes designing it to go one way and manipulating it. And the vote of the American people didn't count. 
Uh, and I don't know what's going to happen, but I got to admit, when I look at things like this, uh, I, I'm a person who gets very depressed very easily because I'm a truth seeker, and, and I am looking for the truth in everything. And when I see people willingly and in, following a lie and enjoying it and wanting the lie to be true, I, I get very depressed very easily. So this is something that um, I tend to ignore uh, a lot. I just kind of walk away from it as a self-protection that I don't fall into a deep hole. And I just have to, again, uh, we mentioned it the last time, just focusing on Jesus, making your vision uh, uh, spiritual, spiritually related. And, and guys, I'm, I, when I said that, I'm preaching to myself too because we all need it. And, and, and Brad, I know you're in agreement with me that you know, we need to keep our eyes upon Jesus so the things of earth will go strangely dim. Uh, and uh, I, I need that more than ever. I need, to, uh, I need to chase him more than anything else because no matter who actually wins this election, no matter who comes out on top, there's going to be arguments, there's going to be fighting, there's going to be violence, there's going to be anger. And I have to remember, I have to keep my eyes on him. I have to keep my eyes on Jesus because this is all part of what's going on in the last days that's going to lead to his ultimate victory over sin and death. Absolutely. It doesn't matter who wins the selection. I mean, election. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was on purpose. (laughs) It doesn't matter because... Ultimately, it's got to play out however it's going to play out. But we, yeah, we cannot lose track of the of the truth that whatever human thinks he's in control, we know who's actually sitting on the throne. Yes. And I argued this in a previous conversation, but it doesn't matter how bad it gets. If it gets to a point where people start to go, there is absolutely no way it can get any worse than this, and there's no way it's ever going to get better. Well, just wait, because when he comes and he makes it better, it's going to be even that much more glorious and awesome and amazing. You're going to stand there and just be mind-boggled by, he turned that into this. We know God can turn good from evil. We know God can turn good from bad things. So imagine the absolute worst situation ever and just imagine how much more good can be can come out of that uh, from the Almighty God who is capable of doing that kind of stuff. I, you're right, Scott. I also can get... Uh, easily depressed. Um, several podcast conversations ago now, maybe three or four. Uh, I was I was really fighting uh, the fact that I'm this very small, insignificant little human being, and I'm trying to preach a God who loves and cares for you, and will protect you, and wants a relationship with you. He wants you to have a relationship with Him. But there's this figure, this Pope, who can reach millions. Mm-hmm. And I was really feeling the weight of that. I was really, really feeling the weight of that. And I think that's good in one way because it does put a pressure on me to make sure then what I am saying is 
right and correct and truthful. And you know what? Even if it just gets, even if it just gets through to one person, mm-hmm. it's still going to be worth it. It's going to mean everything to that one person. So that's where I am trying to combat combat any sort of depression or anything like that. The first thing I suggest is, um, to, oh, I suggest I just suggest this to my aunt Kathy today. Turn off the news. Yeah, it's 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 not truthful anyway. Mm-hmm. If you go are if you're going to news sources for your source of truth, then that's that's problem number one. Turn it off. <laughs> At least American news sources. I don't know about what country you come from. Yeah, that that's true. I I sometimes get lost in the fact that this is where I'm at and this is how things are. Um, I don't mean to forget about the greater world in general. Yeah. Um, but I'm still limited by the mere fact that I am a linear human being here in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> and so it's it's hard for me to uh, to comprehend sometimes the bigger world around me. But uh, that's God's ability, something I lack. But uh, But no, it's true. Uh, news here is just they're spinning what they want you to believe and whatever their purpose behind it whether it be just because they're greedy or because they have an actual plot or they have an actual scheme or whatever it might be the Mm -hmm. news is not a source of truth yeah just have to keep that in mind they're pushing an agenda intentionally um, and it's not just all of the news. It's it's Hollywood. It's there's there is a very devious and intentional propaganda campaign that's going out there right now that is being pushed more and more every year, every day. Uh, and Satan's wrapping up his attack. He's wrapping up. Things are coming to a head worldwide. And again, it's easy to get depressed. Uh, when you see entertainers and headlines in magazines and everything talk about the heroic uh, ones that you recognize are on the side of evil and uh, talk and, and decrying everything that's that you know God has claimed is good and and not to say that every you know I'm not to say that one, political side is evil and one political side is good. I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm more talking about uh, spiritual truths and ideologies than individual people and, and political parties and things of that nature. Well, we know the individual person's nature is not good. Mm-hmm. By our very nature, we are not good. Uh, we tend to prefer the dark. We tend to prefer the things that are not good. We do. So you can't, you just can't put your faith in any one human being to save your life. You can only put your faith in a God that is beyond that. You can only put, if you want to be saved, you got to put your faith in the one who can actually save you. The one who knows nothing about greed or selfishness or any of those human conditions that we have that we that by our nature we cling to but uh yeah i i'm in the same place scott i today had a conversation with um a family member that just 
everything she was saying was 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 focused on the negative. And I told her, I, I said, she she want, why why is COVID here now? Why is COVID so bad? Why is COVID separating uh, family? Why why did my mom have to die? Why did your mom have to die, Brad? Why you know it's like it, just everything was so so negative. And and I and I told her I said you're only going to experience negative because you're only focused on the negative. And I told her the same thing. First thing you got to do is turn off the news because their propaganda and fear-mongering about COVID and all this is getting you obviously into an uproar. So that's the first thing. Second thing, you got to look at the mercy behind behind the death of my grandmother and my mother. Mm-hmm. I, right now, if my grandmother was still, she 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 died a couple months back uh, now, and and uh, then about a month ago, she was living with my aunt or with both my aunts, and about a month ago, both my aunts got COVID, mm-hmm. and I truly think it was a mercy that Grandma was taken when she was. Because as, as old as she was, and and already how much uh, damage had been done to her body, uh, and and to her mind, I really think it was a mercy that she was taken. But I also think the timing of it was also a mercy. There's no doubt in my mind she would have got the COVID if she had, was still alive and had been in that home. And who knows how much more painful that would have been for her and her. Because because this is this is what I see with COVID. COVID itself is not scary to me by any means. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of an upper respiratory infection. I understand that the older population it can be much more dangerous. People who are um, autoimmune compromised or you know all of the I get that I totally get that, and I pray that you are healthy. I don't want you to get COVID. But what I'm afraid of with COVID is all of these people being isolated, especially the older population mm-hmm. who already don't maybe have as much of a connection with other people. I, we need this. We need this. Uh, the Bible states it. God states it uh, in Genesis almost right away. You need me, but you also need companionship. Yeah. We need to be with other people. Now, I can sometimes be an introvert. I understand. I also get refreshing from being alone sometimes. But that doesn't mean that to survive long term, I've got to also have companionship. Yeah, you know what? This podcast is a great example of that. You and I, we are introverts naturally. You go, you go off by yourself, you dig into the Word, you study things, you come up with gems, but isn't this time, you and I together here, being, being together and sharing this, it's like it culminates in, in it, it's like the whole week of preparation and excitement just explodes into a display of fireworks and a celebration, and, you know, in our, in our minds and in our hearts when we take the things all week and share them with someone else and and this is just an example a personal example to me of how important that that communion is yes absolutely 
So what then scares me then is a government telling us that we have to be isolated from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to isolate. How, how many? How many people will have passed away? Because one, they isolated themselves and they weren't physically capable of taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Two, how many of them are going to pass away because of depression, and of being isolated? If yeah. my grandmother had gotten COVID and was forced to go and be isolated from the rest of us, that to her would have been far worse than uh, actually passing on and being with her savior. Mm-hmm. Being isolated from... From from her family that she loves so much, no that that would have that would have been a, uh, a a terrible way for her to die. Yeah. Um. So I consider it a mercy. It's confusing to me when I explain what I think is truth, yet people brush it away and or slash want to argue with me about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, what? I, I just don't understand the, the mindset behind, no, 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 I want to focus on my negative thoughts. I want to sit here and be bitter and upset. Why? <laughs> That's just something I can't understand. But that being said, I got to self-convict because when I was a young man, I, w- I would have said the same thing. If someone tried to come at me with positivity, I would have said the same thing. No, no, no. I want to sit here and be bitter. <laughs> I want to be grouchy. I don't know why. I don't know why we do that to ourselves when it's so much, so much more joyful and amazing to just be our honest self, to have a relationship with our God, and to have communion with the people around us, especially the, our, our families, the ones who love us the most. It is far better than being isolated and afraid. No, amen, yes. And we've talked about this before. Uh, I'm going to say it again. Guys, as Christians, as as members of the body uh, of Yeshua HaMashiach, we need to be focused on spiritual matters. We need to understand that this life is temporary, and it doesn't matter how you die. You're going to die. Uh, We need to have eternity as our focus, not the next few moments. Uh, now, that being said, God wants us to live here, and God wants us to be Him to everyone around us at every moment. But truly, death, where is thy sting? When the moment I die on this planet, I enter into blissful perfection for the rest of eternity. Why should I care? what happens here to me? Why should I care that my life here might end uh, a little bit more briefly than someone expected? You know, so what? But you're right. Uh, I think you're right, Brad. Uh, it's, it's, again, I come at this with the spiritual mindset of realizing that there is a war going on, that realizing God is wooing all of us and Satan and his army is, is trying to destroy us and he is a brilliant strategist and manipulator, and he has a very, very, very detailed plan about what he's trying to do that he's been doing for millennia now. And so I see 
everything going on is not just happenstance, but part of his plan. And, and I think you nailed it, Brad. You said it's just the separation is part of it. He's trying to divide us, all of us, and keep us uh, desperate for anything, which I think he's going, uh, where the Antichrist is going to come in. We're going to have nothing but problems that only he seems to be able to fix. But also, he's just separating us from ourselves. From, from our families, from our loved ones. He's trying to keep us all apart as, as a nation, as a world, as, as people groups everywhere to keep us weak and to keep us bitter and to keep us fearful. Absolutely. God said it himself. It is not good for man to be alone. It is not mm-hmm. good for man to be alone. I wish sometimes I wish I could just shake the people of this world to see simple truths like that. Mm-hmm. It is not good for man to be alone, yet you're letting it happen. So if, if God says it is not good for man to be alone and we're letting it happen, well, that's got to be feeding from the other side then. Yeah. Because God don't lie. God does not lie. He tells only perfect truth. We just talked about that recently, where if God spoke it, then it must be truth. So if God himself said it is not good for man to be alone, that is truth. And we got to we got to stop letting the world tell us otherwise. Anything else you want to throw out there? Just kind of <laughs> honestly, I, to be honest with you Scott, I'm a little numb with the whole uh covid thing at this point. Yeah. I mean, this has been my thoughts on it since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's been kind of an uphill battle for me to 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 keep this going, trying to, con- to tell people. I mean, wow. You know something? I, I don't know if I mentioned this. I, I don't think I've mentioned this in the podcast, but I, I know I've mentioned it to other people. Uh, there... Again, I think it's part of this design behind what's going on is uh, there's fear. There is fear that is being pushed. There is fear that is, it's like there is a desire for us to fear. And and I agree with you. I'm just numb. I'm just, because I know the truth and I know it doesn't matter at all. But, uh, and this this is, this is an example. Um, I've said before, I work at a clinic and I get calls from all sorts of people asking questions, wanting to know about what's going on. And I get it. I get it. If you, you've never experienced COVID, you've kept yourself isolated, you haven't had it, and you're just hearing all these horrific stories uh, about what's going on and you're scared to death about it. Um, I get it. I do. I, I get the, the terror that you're going to get COVID and instantly it's, you're going to have a painful death. Uh, even though the statistics don't hold that up, the, you know the the deaths are magnified uh, as as this horrible thing that you know it's just going to wipe out humanity. We, we treat it like that, but there are people that I that call me up on the line and they talk about and they have just a fear in their voice and they're terrified about COVID and they already got it. And they had it like a month ago, two months ago. They had COVID. They experienced it. What did you experience? Oh, I had a fever. 
you know, some body aches for a couple days and then, you know, I had a cough for a while and it lingered, but, but now I'm fine. Now I'm better. They experienced it and they just had, you know, basically what we would think of as the common cold. You know, they, they were sick for a little bit, like they've all been in their lives before, you know, dozens of times, hundreds of times, depending on the person, you know, how old they are. You know, we've all been sick. They got COVID. They got a little sick. They're better now. And they're still terrified. I'm like, you experienced it. It wasn't that bad. Why are you still scared? It's been a couple months now since I've worked with you at the clinic. But the thing that kind of boggled my mind when I worked at the clinic and answered those kind of phone calls was they were petrified. They were absolutely terrified. Well, I don't know if I should even come in. And, and what kind of procedures are you guys doing? And, and blah, 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 blah. I mean, they're absolutely terrified. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'd actually be upset with me for not being terrified. Yeah. You know, and it's oh, like. Oh, I get that all the time. It's like, well, you know, I, I'm not terrified because I'm not that concerned about it. Mm-hmm. And and I'm really getting sick of this, too. Oh, boy, we're turning into a grinds my gears episode. I know. <laughs> but I'm really getting sick and tired of people going, well, you're young and, and, and healthy. And so if you got it, it wouldn't be as bad and blah, blah, blah. I get that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But the flu is just as dangerous as autoimmune compromised mm-hmm. individuals. Uh, tuberculosis is very concerning to those people, uh, to p- older people, to mm-hmm. younger people, to auto uh, auto compromised um, people. Yeah, auto, yeah. But 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 we're not worried about that. And last year, uh, look it up. Look at how many people died from TB last year. Yeah, we're not concerned about that we didn't shut down and one of the number one reasons for deaths in america the number one leading cause of death is heart disease Mm -hmm. high blood pressure we're not closing down the fast food restaurants Mm -hmm. you know we're not uh we're not forcing people to eat healthier you know we're not concerned about it and i and, and the hypocrisy of the whole thing of 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 putting drugs and smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol and doing all of these things to yourself, but then putting on a mask and gloves because you're afraid of COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's not, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but I will step off my soapbox now. But no, I know, which, which all kind of goes back to the fact that I believe it's part of a plan. And not even necessarily, you can say, yes, it's a, it's a dark shadow government, Illuminati-ish type of you know, thing going on. That's not even what I'm talking about. Uh, which I believe all of those type of people who, who exist out there and are working behind the scenes and doing evil things, uh, yeah, they're, they're unwitting pawns of the, the spiritual warfare that's going on. That's what I'm talking about, the spiritual warfare. It's all part of a plan. Uh, this is part of Lucifer's plan, and he's working it out. Again, what we need to understand, I'm going to keep going with this, but I want to get back to the fact that God's still in charge. He knows what's going on. He's letting it happen for a reason. Uh, guys, we got to ask ourselves in our own lives, what is that reason? What is he trying to do? He's trying to shake us. He's trying to shake each one of us into dropping everything that doesn't matter and chasing him. 
But what I'm seeing, and this is one of the reasons I get depressed, like I said before, is what we're seeing is everyone's just giving in to the lies. Everyone's just giving in to the fear. Now, is it a lie? Is COVID itself a lie? Does it not really exist? No, of course it exists. But like Brad just said, the year before COVID hit, a million and a half people in this planet died of tuberculosis. Million and a half. Where was the requirement to wear a mask? It's highly contagious. At my job and many other jobs and every university you have to attend, at least in this country, you have to take a tuberculosis test before you can gain admittance. They won't let you in unless you uh, pass the tuberculosis test. Last year, working at the clinic, I actually twice, it was considered work, uh, workers' comp, but twice I had to be put on an antibiotic because I was exposed to a person who was not immunized. Mm-hmm. And my company said it was important enough that even though I just checked them in and was only around them for maybe two minutes tops, my company still said, hey, you you need to be taking an antibiotic biotic just to be on the safe side. Yeah. You know, but we didn't shut down the clinic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't we didn't make everyone wear masks and, and whatnot. It, it just it's the the hypocrisy of the whole thing that that uh, okay and and this is this is a I I understand once again there are actual people dying from COVID yeah so uh, I do I, not want to shortchange it in that sense not at all no but this example that I'm giving so this example I'm giving is I'm just trying to I'm just trying to bring it down to a level that we can understand I'm, I'm trying to minimize it here. COVID is causing people to be afraid and terrified and they're, and they're, and they're, they're basically giving up on their lives. They're mm-hmm. allowing the fear and whatnot. I have, and uh, I have really bad migraine headaches. And I pretty much have a headache every single day of varying um, levels of um, pain and slash side effects and, uh, I, mean, I mean, it even affects my thinking sometimes. It's hard for me to focus. I mean, at various levels. Some days I might have a little twinge and I'm perfectly fine. And other days I might be completely incapacitated. But do I let the fear of having a migraine stop me from living my life? Absolutely not. I'm not going to miss out on my family time with my friends I'm not going to miss out on holidays and special moments I'm not going to miss out on all the things that this life has to offer I'm not going to miss out on my Bible studies I'm not going to miss out on my time with God just because of that we cannot let the fear of something stop us from experiencing the benefits mm-hmm. no well said yes absolutely but that's what's being pushed, and that's what we understand, and that's that's what depresses us to see everyone just giving into this. And when I when I receive a connection to a website or to something on YouTube or someone talking about the facts be, behind what's going on and people uh, manipulating numbers and people lying about the number of deaths and people. Uh, uh, changing covid statistics to increase them falsely 
hey, what do you know? Uh, it's pulled off of YouTube for violating terms of service. <laughs> when I read an article from the world's leading epidemiologist and the head of Oxford University and, and over 50,000 uh, professionals signing a document to say, hey, we need to drop the restrictions. We need to stop masking up. We need to get back to normal lives because we're causing more harm than good. Uh, suddenly it's pulled off the web and I can't find it anymore. That's my point. There is an intentional desire out there to only reveal uh, apparent pro-fear articles. Anything that says uh, COVID is so dangerous you need to be threatened by it for the rest of your existence, oh, that's out there all the time. Uh, anything that says, what are we doing, people? This is wrong and the science doesn't back up what we're doing. Oh, that's pulled immediately. Well, and you briefly mentioned it earlier, but um, Hollywood is a good, is really good at normalizing things that even just a year, a couple years ago, a decade ago, we would have said, oh, no way, no, no, no. That's mm -hmm. not appropriate. That's not proper. Hollywood kind of tests the waters. Yeah. And coming this fall, most TV shows that get renewed are going to have COVID episodes people wearing masks mm -hmm. uh, and all this kind of stuff. They're going to start normalizing wearing mm -hmm. masks and, uh, and all this kind of stuff. We cannot let, we cannot let them dictate to us what is normal. Mm -hmm. We cannot let them dictate to us because then uh, we as the church, and I don't mean, any certain denomination or anything like that. I mean, us as the church, the body of Christ, we have got to say, no. We have got to say, we know what is truth because we've got the source. And we've got to say, that's not right. That's not how it's supposed to be. And we have got to stand up. When, when, when you say that people are being shaken, Everybody's being shaken, but I think the church is being shaken more than anything. Yes. This is our moment. <laughs> this, mm -hmm. this is our moment to shine. This is our moment to stand up and, and do what we're supposed to do and, and, and feel the love of God when he says, good job. Yeah. Well done. You stood up. Well, so pretty much, I don't want to harp on this uh, anymore because... Unless there's something specific that you want to point out that's been happening, you want to share with people, because I don't want, uh, like you just said, you, you feel numb to it. So I don't want to continue that numbness. I don't want to be making each one, each and every one of these podcasts from now on feel like we're just going to keep talking about this forever. Basically, what I'm, tr what I personally hope to share with you is that. God is greater than all of this. And Absolutely. Again, getting back to we should have spiritual vision and spiritual eyes and understand uh, the the heavenly realms are greater than anything that can be thrown at us here. And we need to recognize the deception uh, that this world is trying to throw at us on every level. This is just a major one that's being thrown at us right now. And an ongoing major one. And 
you know, the truth of it simply is, I would prefer that we could just have a conversation and just the whole thing is happiness and pleasantness and all of this. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, we can't. As people of who are who are digging in and trying to study truth and try to understand and who are pursuing and chasing a relationship with God, we also have a responsibility then to not, even though we might be numb, mm-hmm. we still have a responsibility to go, no, this is still an issue. Yeah. People are still being affected by it. So I do apologize to our to the regular listeners who might be getting a little numb as well. Yeah. But the truth is we do have a responsibility uh, to share the gospel truth. And the gospel truth is you do not need to be afraid. Yes. The gospel truth is he is on the throne. The gospel truth is he loves you. The gospel truth is he is beyond our comprehension in his power and his ability, and he's going to be able to turn good from all of this bad. The gospel Mm -hmm. truth is, even though he is all of that, he still created you, he still loves you, and he still wants you. That's the gospel truth. Yeah, and and that's, that's really the focus of what we're trying to say through all of this is, again, not... I don't want to accidentally end up by by coming across as a gripe session and how stupid some people are and that kind of thing. That's not what I'm trying to do. Absolutely not. Yeah, we're trying to bring up some examples of showing how the fear is affecting people. Uh, to, But we're trying to keep the focus on that darkness should not keep you from 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 chasing god uh, in a greater way we shouldn't fall to the same deception that is fooling the unenlightened uh, those who don't know jesus christ if something is the focus if there if something is trying to distract you in such a great way that should be your first clue that there's something amiss. <laughs> yeah. That should be your first clue. And when there's something amiss, you go to the person who knows what's going on. You go you go to God and you ask him, God, what's going on? Ask for clarity. I've been asking for, I've been praying for clarity for, I don't know, maybe over a month now. I've been praying for clarity for my family, for myself, for anybody and everybody, for our listeners, for Scott, for, for just people I don't even know on the street. I've been saying this, God, I pray for clarity, insert whoever here. Even if it's just for a moment, give them just a moment of clarity, freedom from the, all the distractions so they can, with their honest, with, with their open and clear and free mind, make the choice. Ever and ever with a God that loves and adores you and wants you, or the other option, mm-hmm. fear, death, nothing yes so uh, yeah so yeah but you're right scott we have a responsibility i feel like we've we've done it for this one um so maybe we yeah maybe we should move on do you have a shout out this week you know i don't okay. um now i thought about that uh i was I guess I was so focused on some other things, I, uh, doing my Bible study and and other topics that we've covered here on the conversation and, and other stuff during life 
you know, that, that happens. And I thought about coming in and thinking, oh, I don't have a shout out. I, I should come up with something. And I thought, no, no, that would be cheapening it. I want something that truly affects me, not just something I throw out there because it's the shout out of the week. So I'm not going to give a shout out if it hasn't truly touched me and made me go, no, that I want to lift up. Uh, so, so I'm very sorry uh, that I didn't have one if you're expecting it, but I don't, I don't want to lessen it just by giving something because it's that time of the week. No, I totally get that and I totally appreciate that. I have one. All right, go go for it. <laughs> okay, so I have I have my sources of truth that I follow, and I will preface this by saying they don't always get it right as well. But I appreciate, like Scott mentions in his shoutouts, I appreciate that they are trying to be obedient. They are trying to get out truth. Yeah, they get it wrong. I get it wrong. You get it wrong. It happens. Um, but the guy that I got today is a Baptist preacher. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've listened to any of our podcasts, you're going to be going, what? Brad, a Baptist preacher? His name is Carl Gallups. And uh, I discovered him a couple years ago. Um, he He's quite the interesting guy. Um, his story can basically be summed up by... Uh, uh, he had a on-the-road-to-Damascus experience, and he's been chasing that ever since. He was a um, he was part of a county sheriff's department and for 20-something years, I think. And he uh, uses that a lot when he's preaching and whatnot. He saw, in 20 years of police work, he saw about the worst that you can see of humanity— um, yeah, you know, I can believe that rapes, murders, drug addictions, children hurt, children abandoned. I mean, you know, just about the worst of everything. Um, but he had an experience. I'm not 100% certain what that experience was. I don't know if he's ever shared um, other than he explained it as his own personal. I was on the road to Damascus and boom. And after that, he quit the force and went to seminary. And from there, he got really involved in uh, prophecy, he, uh, studying prophecy. And, and uh, from there, he's written several books. He, uh, he is the continuing pastor, and he's been a pastor for quite some time now, of Hickory Hickory something Baptist. I can't even remember now, but, uh, it's in Florida. Uh, interesting guy. Check out his YouTube channel, Carl Gallops. He, uh, what I, what I, what I appreciate about him is he has, he gets excited. He gets excited about prophecy. He gets excited about things. He's, he's fairly passionate. He can all, he can be kind of giddy. <laughs> like, like, I mean, he, he's just, he's a human being. And, uh, Yes, he is a preacher, but uh, and, he, and he makes his preacher kind of jokes and whatnot, those kind of things. But I have found his work to be fascinating, and I way the I like the way he writes it. His chapters are kind of short and to the point, but they are full of they're full of his kind of humor, and 
being a Southern Baptist guy, you'd have, I guess you'd have to understand what that means. Uh, but I, yeah, I highly recommend you check him out. Um, he's made me at least consider things. Um, and, and some of his work on prophecy, um, I have found very fulfilling, um, when I have been trying to understand, uh, Bible prophecy myself. So anyway, check him out. I appreciate him. Thank you. We're a small little, (laughs) how do you say it? We're a small little nothing. You probably are not listening, but if you are, Hey, we appreciate you. Yeah. That that about, (laughs) that about sums it up. I've well, always cool. thank you for that. I've never had my my own shout out. I've sometimes have thrown an additional one onto you yours. You have to, Oh, oh, I guess you haven't had your own in, in the sense that you haven't had one where I didn't give one also. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I've I've always kind of thrown one on to yours <laughs> or well, you've had yours first or have offered mine. Yeah. We've but, had ours together, but you've had your shout outs. Nope, this one's all mine. Oh, all right. <laughs> So it's all about you, is it? <laughs> that's when you the don't pod- know what you don't know what to say to that, do you? And that's when the podcast ended. <laughs> I did. I did challenge. I did make a challenge in one of these conversations that if this podcast ever started going the wrong way, if it ever started becoming about us, yeah, true. We would have to kill it. That's, oh man. <laughs> oh well. Luckily, I think there's still enough. Uh, spirit in here. Okay. I think we can continue for a while. Like, Oh, speaking of which, you just recorded your 21st Genesis podcast. Yes. I just recorded my uh, eighth uh, revelation. Uh, we've had, I don't know, more than 20 conversations, and we've had um, a few topics here or there, maybe up to 10. Uh, or, or, or this is actually a thing, Scott. An ongoing... <laughs> regular thing and i'm hmm. still amazed by that still absolutely amazed by that and i'm i'm even more amazed at the simple fact that you're in chapter four of genesis uh-huh. and i'm on verse nine eight? nine is it nine <laughs> i'm on verse nine verse nine yeah eight eight studies there was I, I keep joking that one day i'll get through multiple verses in my study i did do that once at the very <laughs> yeah. beginning at the very beginning, but yep. but uh, but the studies are just uh, this. I, I am going to be very selfish for a moment when I say, "Wow, I love my studies." I really, really no, do. I totally get that. Yeah. I mean, I have I have gleamed so much just for myself. Uh, I, I, I was explaining to you a little bit ago. I love it because I have when I've read scripture previously, a lot of times. I have read it quickly because I want to know what's next. What's next? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, there is an excitement, and and I and I and I gained so much by doing that. But I think I'm gaining so much more by looking word, next word, next word, doing a study, checking things out. It's just amazing to me that off of one word, to, uh, this last revelation, basically. I, John, turned into an hour, a little over an hour conversation. I just, I mean, that just amazes me. And it shouldn't, because I know this. Scripture is amazing. But when you actually do this, so I guess what I'm saying is I'm encouraging people, do this. Um, oh, oh, that, that's a good, that's a good, 
<laughs> what do you call it? Uh, transition. Uh, Segway. Thank you. <laughs> Segway. I was thinking of those motorized vehicles. What are those called? Segways. Are they? The, the ones you stand on? Yeah. The, the, it's the, the same thing? Uh, Paul Blart, Mark Mall Cop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that, in fact, that's where it comes from. Gets you to one place to the next. That's, well, there we that's go. That's why they're called Segways. I, I did not know that. Thank you. Uh, that's where my mind goes. <laughs> but anyway, it's a good transition, segue. It's a good, it's a good whatever uh, to a fact that I just learned this week. And I have not confirmed this for myself. Um, but one of the other YouTubers that I listen to, um, Frank Turek, you're reading. I, th- uh, I don't know if you're done with it, but you, you were re- rereading. I don't have enough faith to be an I'm atheist. Still rereading it because I'm pretty much doing it like on my lunch breaks at work, you know, that kind of thing. So gotcha. It's, it's a slow read. But uh, the author of that book, um, I, I was uh, I was also working and had podcasts going, and one of uh, one of the podcasts I had going was uh, from his site, and they just had a guy. Now I think the whole point of it was just to try to sell this Bible study software. You don't need it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, advertising them. I'm sorry. You don't need it. I actually laughed when I looked it up to see. Um, they have a little quiz you can do, and I just as a I took the quiz just to see what software they think I would need, and it literally had a question: Is a budget concern to me? I said no. Four thousand dollars. I can get this beautiful Bible study software program that I can do free. <laughs> On other websites, so so I'm not. But anyway, they had some statistics in there that I thought were fascinating, and I have not yet uh, clarified this for myself. So take this for what it is. But they did study, or they they did a study to show that people who read scripture one time a week, and it didn't matter how long, but basically, if you were in scripture one time a week there was no benefit to your life. If you were in Scripture twice a week, once again, not really concerned with about the amount of time, just if you were, no benefit to your life. If you were in Scripture three times a week, you would think this is where it would say benefit, but nope, no benefit to your life. No, at least the numbers are, the, the, the of the questions that they asked were so minuscule that they saw no major effect, so there is no benefit to your life, according to them. Four was their magic number. I found this interesting. Four, it jumped way up. One, two, three, very minimal results. Four times a week, didn't matter how long, whether you picked it up and read one verse and that's that was it, you were done. If you did that four times a week, the questions they asked were things like, do you, ha- do you feel there's a purpose to life? Do you feel like uh, you can battle your addictions? Do you feel depressed? All these kind of things. Four times a week, no matter how long, it skyrocketed. Huh. And, they, and, they, and they too were confused by this. They said, one, you should see a small increase. Two, you should see a more, you know, any graph you ever look at, one, you see an increase. Two, you see a bigger increase. Three, you know, no. One, two, three, all about the same. Four, boom. Huh. I don't know what that means, but I recommend if you want to see a change, 
just from this little bit of information that I gleaned, if you want to see a change in your life, try being in Scripture four times a week. Let's put it to the test. That's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to put it to the test. It's a good test. I want to see if I'm in Scripture. But you can't do once. You can't do twice. You can't do three. If you're going to do this, you got to commit. Let's commit to four times a week. And I'm not even saying you have to be in it very long. Just pick up Scripture and read it four times a week. And let's see what that does. That's very interesting. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I didn't know what to make of it. They didn't know what to make of it. Um, I mean, they, I, they were primarily, I think, using it as a, hey, our stuff is great. We can really help you with that four times a week Bible study stuff that we were talking about. I get what they were trying to do, but still, money was spent, research was done, the results are what they are. It was still interesting. Why four? Yeah. I mean, at that point, did it, did it, did they just end at four? Or did they go five, six, seven? Did it just kind of plateau right there? Or did that keep going up? As far as I know, uh, they kind of they they stopped there. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think I've actually finished that podcast. Oh, okay. Now that I think about it, though, so it could they could be they bring up more later. But uh, as far as I know, they just they were just amazed by that because they they literally uh. said we don't understand it when you read a graph, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we call it the, they were calling it like the miracle four or the, the amazing thing about four or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, I just, I just thought it was interesting. And I was like, well, I have a media source. I reach a few people. Let's, let's, yeah. let's see if there's some truth to Check it. Check it out. Well, uh, anything else you want to throw out there right now? I'm good. All right. Me too. How about you, Stabler? We got Stabler Cat right next to the microphone here, just wanting to be petted constantly as I've been doing this podcast. So, you cool? (laughs) Yeah, I think he's cool. All right. So, once again, this has been Scott. And this is Brad. And this has been Not About Us.